I caught on. Have you seen a doctor? He nodded. I had some tests. They said it was psychological. I just... He struggled for the words. I needed to tell you first, because if it doesn't happen, uh, I don't want you to think it's you, because it's not. I don't know if it will happen or not. His eyes were downcast. It had clearly been a difficult thing to admit. My heart went out to him. I have a problem too, I confided. I have scars from the accident. I'd worry that the scars would put you off. Why would scars put me off? He sounded incredulous. I shrugged. Some people are funny about things like that, I guess. I have a really bad one on my right leg. One on my stomach and skin graft scars on my bum. I'd be so busy staring at your tits I'd doubt if I even notice, he said, a wicked smile playing across his lips. Our main course arrived, interrupting the conversation. As the waiter fussed around, pouring the juice, I thought about what he'd told me. When we were alone again, I took a deep breath. When you say it didn't work, does it work okay when you're alone? It was the most tactful way I could think of to ask if he could still have a wank. If it was floppy all the time, then there was obviously more going on than he was letting on. I watched a blush creep up his neck, which I thought was super cute. Yes, uh, it works just fine. The problem seemed to be when I tried to, uh, um, insert it. I snorted, narrowly avoiding spitting my wine over the table. It's not funny, he said, annoyed at me. It's your choice of words that's funny, that's all, I said, arranging my features into neutrality. How come you haven't tried it out since? Because it's awkward, nerve-wracking, you know. He concentrated on his food, avoiding my eyes. Isn't a bit of awkwardness better than years of celibacy? I was curious. I don't know, he confessed. All I know is that I tried everything, all the pills, pumps and stuff. None of it worked for me. Charlotte thought it was her. I suppose she couldn't face a celibate life, or at least one without kids. Since then, I've been avoiding it. Until you, that is. You think you might be okay with me? I don't know. But I'd like to try. I just wanted to warn you, you know, beforehand. I know you're a little fragile, and I don't want to hurt you any more than you've already been. I appreciate your honesty. I didn't really know what else to say. He leaned forward. Earlier, when you were people watching, would you have watched us too, thinking we'd have been having the conversation we've just had? I shook my head, understanding, dawning. Exactly. Everybody has problems. The only problem you have is lack of money. I've got more problems than that, I argued. I'm in hopeless debt, I live in a bedsit, and I lost my driving license. I slipped it in at the end, sort of hoping he wouldn't notice. All temporary problems, he dismissed. So is yours, I purred in what I hoped was my most seductive voice. He glanced up at me and smiled. Would it be better if we didn't try actual sex at first? I asked. Get comfortable with each other in other ways before we, you know, shag. Maybe. I don't know. Let's play it by ear. We resumed eating. My meal was lovely, but I was too preoccupied by Andy's revelation to fully appreciate it. 
Half of me was relieved that he hadn't revealed anything terrible. The other half was disappointed that he wasn't the supreme alpha male I'd expected him to be. In some ways, it made him more real, less of a remote Adonis. I figured the Mr. Grey types really only did exist in novels. Are you disappointed? He interrupted my train of thought. I don't know, I admitted. I'm surprised, mainly because you seem so confident and so very masculine. I'm pleased that you're not a perv, though. So, you think I'm masculine? He beamed at me. Extremely masculine, I clarified. It seemed to please him. Despite his revelation, I still fancied the pants of him. I longed for him to kiss me, feel his hands on me. It hadn't put me off him. If anything, it had become a challenge.'